Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From the NHR and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Holy God, that spread out in the kitchen from Layla Restaurant is E-freaking-leet. Middle Eastern food. I could do it every single day. Believe that. Uh, the most daunting, terrifying injury report in the history of the NFL. I'm not joking. I'll give it to you in just a second. The most terrifying, knee-quaking, nausea-inducing injury report in the history of the NFL. And I'll reveal it momentarily after I tell all you fine folks about the South Florida Fair. It's the season together of family and friends, season to create everlasting memories. Make those memories last with tickets to the South Florida Fair. Drive into the fun with this year's fair theme, celebrating ocean and marine wildlife. See a live shark show, get up close with sea lions, plenty more opportunities to enjoy an immersive underwater experience. Discount tickets and ride vouchers on sale now at Publix Online, SouthFloridaFair.com. The fair opens January 12, West Palm Beach, South Florida Fairgrounds. Dive into the fun with the South Florida Fair. Stone, what is your favorite marine creature? Favorite marine creature. <clears throat> Give me a sec. How do you not know off the top of your head? There's so many. We'll come back to you. Theo, what's your favorite marine creature? I would love to have penguin. 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 Marine creature. It's, a, it's marine. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just saying you're not going to. Yeah. You're right. It is a marine creature. Yeah. Yeah. It's you're, aquatic. You're right. Uh, and again, not at the North Pole. Penguins don't exist yeah. at the North Pole, just, just, the, Ar- just the South Pole. Yeah. Right. Uh, and select spots in uh, like Argentina, Chile, places. Oh, like yeah, that. that's who. Did, yeah. you, you have a, did you watch Happy Feet? I did. I did. That's a good. That's it's, a, it's a great flick for the whole family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stone, do you have your favorite marine creature now? Yeah, I do. Hmm. It's a sailfish. Okay, sailfish are good. Yeah. Right. What took you so long to think about that? I know. I don't understand that. Just so and what a weird one from. to pick, by yeah, the that's way. That's so weird. Yeah. Don't judge somebody based off of their favorite marine creature. No, I should judge it, you for asking a question like that. It's the fact it took you 20 seconds. No. I'm talking I, South Florida Fair. Yeah, it's the South Florida Fair, marine fun. But I have been around the water for so much. Obviously, what? I hang okay. 10 frequently on the weekends. Captain like, Labanowitz. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't even know what marine you guys are laughing master. at. I am a marine master. It's fine. So there's a bunch to pick from. Like for me, someone asked me, Ken, what's your favorite marine creature? And I say, that's easy. It's a whale shark. <laughs> like whale sharks are great. Why? Why not? You've never seen a whale shark in your life. Uh, I've never seen one, but I sure do like watching videos of them. How is it your favorite? They're big and flat-headed and fun. Okay? So and is that not the dangerous. criteria? You have to see it in person yeah. for you to yeah. be able to... because what makes it your favorite? What if it hates you when you see it? What if it's a whale shark and then it eats somebody and he's like, oh, not my well, favorite I'm sure, anymore. I'm sure you have a close relationship with the sailfish. Yeah, that you I do. Enjoy. Do you eat sailfish? I do. I'm sure they love you. You eat sailfish and that's your favorite. Like, I've never seen a giant What are you talking squid. about? I've never so you seen have a it. tattoo of it, but you couldn't think of it off the top right. of your head? Well, you have a tattoo of everything, too. <laughs> you just slapped ink all over your arms in college. I, I, I've never seen a giant squid. I know enough to know that, one, I don't want to mess with it, but two, I appreciate its grandeur. Okay. Uh, I, I like calamari. Yeah. Calamari is delicious. It's calamari. Fried right. calamari. Yeah, fried calamari. Did you know a lot it's of the calamari. times, though, what you get in, in restaurants is not actually calamari? Really? Yeah. What is it? 
uh, other parts of other animals. Oh. There's an urban myth that pig anus. Oh, gosh. Is, There's something uh, wrong with that, though. Like, I think it's in a bunch of different Am I eating chitlins oh. when I'm eating? Yeah, which is fine. When no, I'm eating calamari, I'm eating chitlins? Yeah, you just make sure, you ask him if it's fresh calamari straight from the ocean. Uh, all right. Don't call it calamari, though. Well, what do I supposed it's to call calamad. it? It's calamari. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go through the most terrifying injury report of all time in NFL history. Uh, this is our Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. Mike McDaniel just described the Dolphins' injury report as a personal record. A personal record. I want you to hear these names on the Dolphins injury report going into today. Keeping in mind, they play a top-tier defense on Sunday in the New York Jets. Listen to these names on the Dolphins injury report. Devon Achan, toe. Teron Armstead, knee, ankle. Liam Eichenberg, calf. Liam Eichenberg, the guy who I don't want to see in front of Tua, but I'm forced to. He's injured. God knows what's going to be playing center for the Dolphins. It could be a whale shark. Might be a better option come Sunday if Liam Eichenberg is hurt. Deshaun Elliott, concussion. Tyreek Hill, ankle. Xavier Howard, hip. Robert Hunt, hamstring. Raheem Mostert, knee. Chris Brooks, knee. Javon Holland, knees. Austin Jackson, oblique. Andrew Van Ginkle, oblique. All on the Dolphins injury report. Mm. The most important players on this team are all on the Dolphins injury report, for the exception of like Jalen Ramsey. Well, you know who's not? Tua. Come on. Why has it come to this for the Dolphins? Uh, and I am appreciative that Tua has stayed healthy to this point, but why does it have to be the universe saying, hey, if Tua is going to be healthy, everybody else then has to be hurt? <laughs> That's how it goes. What the hell, man? I mean, honestly, though, you take that over Tua being just out. Correct. You take a bunch of guys banged up, because everybody's banged up this point in the NFL right. season. This is insane. This is bad. This is ugly. And Tyreek Hill had a, a ugly injury right. thanks to that disgusting Titans defensive backfield and all that. But, yeah, this is this is not good for the Dolphins. What's really frustrating is if you win that Titans game, there's a chance that you could maybe justify giving Tyreek Hill the, the, the day off against the Jets. But, unfortunately, now, if you have any designs of winning the AFC East, you're sort of in, got to send out that the best team you've got at this point. A blown golden opportunity against the Titans. That's your Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County, through the Florida Keys, learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Uh, first of all, how was the uh, Tyler Cameron uh, Foundation event? Oh, the kids were great. Asked some excellent questions. They were attentive. Um, much better than you would expect. You know, whenever you're going to speak with high schoolers, mm-hmm. you just never know what you're going to get. So wait, were you speaking to high schoolers as an example of what to become or a cautionary tale? <laughs> yes. What was your approach with this? A little bit of both. Okay. A little, little mixed okay. bag, okay. you know, depending okay. on the, the subject matter at hand. Um, but they were receptive to all of, my, uh, all, all of my words. And also, I think the biggest thing is 
um, it, there were it was a very heavily student athlete um, populated crowd there, and and those are you know a lot of them are interested in what we do, interested in ESPN West Palm, know who did I you, am. Did you tell me you played rec basketball? I I didn't <laughs> mention my Lake Worth. I'm actually the reigning champion over there in Lake That's Worth Community. How about it? Center. I have to actually. You know what? I don't know if it's raining anymore. Has it been over a year? Do you think they did a league without me? There's no way they didn't do a league and didn't oh, reach out to the MVP. Man. Were you the MVP? I was. Well, I, oh, you're self-proclaimed MVP. Did, did we, you? They did, didn't hand out a trophy for oh, it. Okay. But if I were to have a vote, I would vote for me. For when sure. you won the championship, <laughs> did you make a beeline to the game yeah, ball? Yeah, yeah. You beat me to it, Ken. Front, or did you confront uh, the member of the rec league yeah. who had to get the ball back to put it in the uh, the storage unit uh, and demand the game ball <laughs> like Giannis? Yeah, that's well. The thing is, with, with the ball we were playing with, it wasn't worth much, anyways. Uh, um, did, were you able to tell if it was the game ball because of how it felt? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Giannis says he can tell how the ball feels. You can tell when you, Giannis is not capping when he says that. All right, when you when you break that. Back Basketball, you know, a fresh ball. you know a fresh ball versus the one that's been played through a two-hour course of a game. Uh-huh, You're uh-huh. handling the rock like myself and Giannis and Tedekumpo do. Um, but that's just real hooping, though. That's just, I mean, ball is life for guys like me and Giannis, and I'm not expecting you or Stone to understand <laughs> the feel of a ball and uh-huh. knowing what's, uh-huh. what's been worn out or not. Uh, Giannis is a psychopath. <laughs> he is. A- I, I, Stone and I were talking about just how epically insane it was for him to tear out of the back and go confront of all people Tyrese Halliburton, who apparently is the key master of basketball. Yeah, like, you go get that ball. about that ball. Like, what are we doing there? That was insane. But I do get just from a sentimental, uh, sentiment, sentimental, sentimental, uh, sure, sentimental perspective. I think you want that ball. I thought he would maybe do things before it came to him confronting other human beings about that ball to actually. Uh, procure that ball. Uh, but I get the sentimental part of it. Like I was telling Stone, uh, it doesn't have great, great monetary value. But personally, the final four had I was given by the NCAA as I stood on the floor at Madison Square Garden, FAU final four. I don't wear that. I'm afraid of that getting dirty. I'm afraid of losing it, something happening to it. I keep it tucked away. I love that. It is great personal value like uh, Giannis with this this basketball that he says doesn't feel like the actual basketball. Uh, is there something you own, sports memorabilia, or even a trinket, mm-hmm. as Stone and I were saying, a tchotchke that uh, holds great sentimental or monetary value for you? I do have two um, Carnival Cruise trophies from uh, winning sports trivia on back-to-back days okay. on a Carnival cruise. That's right. up there. Didn't see that coming? Um, my most prized possession is actually not in my house right now because I don't have anywhere to put it. That's the Dwayne Wade um, signed jersey. Oh, that's you got that from office. the old office? Yeah. You you I got the Dwayne Wade jersey? Yeah, I won that in the auction. Um, so, Damn. yes, I'm the proud owner Are of that Dwayne Are you going to sell that? Wade. I bet you could sell that. I probably I'll, I'll pay the mortgage. It. I'll probably list it, but honestly, uh, I would love to keep it in the house. I would love to have some sports. I mean, that's my favorite athlete of all time. Dwayne Wade is. Ah. Um, so I would love to keep it. Did you hear him flirting with the idea of selling it, Stone? I would list it. I don't think you'll get as much as you think you're going to get. I know I wouldn't, but here's the thing. I like, also, it's not worth selling. It's not that amount of money. And also, I have nowhere I can put it in my house. Like, Says you. We, we did this house renovation show where they you know decored everything up. Uh-huh. Ashley, my fiance, loves everything the way it is. And there's no spot for like a big... Because it's not a small jersey. No, it's put a it in your living room. Box no, don't put it in your living room. Put, put it in, in your living room. Put it in here. Shadow box. Oh, that's what, uh, maybe I bring it into the new for, studio. For the, oh, people, for the people who are walking by. But I also hear we're not allowed to put stuff on the walls in here either. No, I'll figure it out because we're getting a Don King portrait as well, and I can't wait to have that in the why studio. Why are we getting a Don King why portrait? Are, why not? Can we get an Ultimate Warrior poster? 
Oh, we should. Yeah, baby. We should. I don't think it works like this, guys. And there are professionals who interior designed this new studio. And we're sitting here in the Evan Cohen studio. You guys need to take this thing seriously. I love these new microphones we have today. You sound crisp. Yeah. Ken. Thank you. Um, Stone, we're not getting no dang Don Kang or, or, or what was that? It, uh, don't worry about it. Last one you said? The, the Ultimate Warrior. We're not doing that crap what? in here. This is this is Hold machine. on. Can try to quiz Theo on the, what sport? What sport is uh, what, what the Ultimate? What sport? I know. I know. It's extreme sports. Oh, God. What's, ultimate Warrior? Never yes. mind. It was a valid question. It's like question. CrossFit type stuff. It's like they're like doing a bunch of, they're, they're like, uh, they're, what sport? It's not, a, it's the sport itself. It's Ultimate Warrior. It's warriorism. They're battling. The Ultimate Warrior is not a, CrossFit. Star. I'm not saying it's CrossFit. It's like it's like you know it's like uh warriors. It's ultimate. The ultimate warrior. It's all about fighting and 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 uh and, and showing how 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 athletically your athletic prowess against other people in competitions that uh-huh. judge your athleticism. Are you it's thinking? About, are you talking about Ninja Warrior? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. The ultimate warrior. Uh, 80s, 90s wrestling star. Ultimate Warrior. He had the pink, and, pink uh, and and bright yellow. face paint. As a yellow, person? Yeah. As yeah, a, yeah. It's, it's not a No, the Ultimate Warrior is a person. He is a, he is a, uh, a gladiator of the squared circle. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, You're thinking is, of the uh, American Ninja Warrior? Well, this, Why? This is, uh, this is embarrassing. He had epic battles with uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage. He did. Uh, <laughs> his name was the Ultimate, the Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. Yeah. What, what, what background? Is this a Samoan dude? Uh, no, very white, actually. Okay, white guy. Very white and a cocaine problem. <laughs> and it's not, I mean, like, 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 like the biggest cocaine problem, yeah. like ever. Yeah, he, uh, he was not good. Oh. Okay. Uh, I knew that was worth quizzing him on. You're, you're, you know what? I doubted that. And you, you did. Were, you had much better intuition than I did about that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, now, now, last night, overreaction. <laughs> there was a huge overreaction from Giannis. We can all agree on that, right? Huge overreaction. Yeah, 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 it is. Like over a ball. A huge overreaction. He could have gone to someone like a like a uh, like a an adult and said, "Hey, can we see the status of that ball? I'd like to have it for my Hey Pacers, I know you took it uh for your youngster who scored his first official yeah, point. Oscar. But I'd li- I'd like I'd like it." And that's fine. That's fine. That would have been a much better way to handle it. I was thinking though about biggest overreactions in sports that that came to mind. And quite honestly, uh, I, all I had to do was go back to Patrick Mahomes and how he acted oh after the Chiefs gosh. lost. That was a huge overreaction. Yes. Uh, oh, the officials. <laughs> uh, like That was a huge overreaction. But then another one that occurred to me involves Giannis. Do you remember last year in the first round of the playoffs, game one uh, against the Heat, when Giannis just completely out of control Going to the rim, Kevin Love takes a great charge against him. Giannis gets hurt, and suddenly, time to abolish the charge. Mm. Time to abolish the one thing you can do defensively in the NBA to keep the offense in check. The actual only way you can play defense now is to take a charge, and now we're going to get rid of it because Giannis got hurt. What an, And that was for three days we talked about, up, oh, got to get rid of the charge. It's dangerous. No, how about... You make a basketball move to the rim instead of just throwing your body into people, which is Giannis's move, and he put that on full display last night oh, yeah. as well and route to 64 points. But that was a massive overreaction um, involving the guy who's the basis of our overreaction conversation. I mean, that's, it, it was an overreaction. We do this all the time, especially like think about the pass interference thing that happened with the Eagles and Rams, and then now mm-hmm. we're reviewing every single play. In sports, when stuff happens in the bright lights and then we get on these shows the next day, 
We we literally we get just, paid to overreact. We overreact every all time. The time. Uh, what is a sports overreaction that comes to mind for you? What is a massive sports overreaction that comes to mind for you? Because mine is Giannis gets hurt. Ban the charge. Ban the charge. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you've you, you've you've got a, a receiver that is standing a yard and a half offside. <laughs> What is what is a, a massive sports overreaction that comes to mind for you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I mean, there is a bunch of them. There is a lot of them, no doubt. But what, what sort of pops into your head, Theo? I mean, right now in sports, specifically in football, they're trying to ban another defensive move because of the specific thing you're talking about is injury, and that's now the hip drop tackle. Um, we had Tyreek Hill last week, or I guess that was what Sunday night, yeah. Monday night, uh, get injured off of the hip drop tackle. We had Mark Andrews who's out for the season now because of the hip hip drop tackle. I think there was one other star, um, that was affected by it pretty recently. It is was, bad. Was Nick Chubb, uh, or did he get rolled on? Nick? No, no, Nick Chubb was like, yeah, no, that wasn't okay. hip drop. That was that like was just a knee weird, explosion. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That was a okay. weird. Uh, okay. but no. So I think again, you can't call it that. I mean, it was. It basically was a knee explosion. What else am I supposed to say? Chalk it up to one of those knee explosions. Yeah, that's what happened to his knee. It exploded. I hear you. It just sounds Golly. bad. No, I know. Hey, sometimes you got to face reality. Uh, well, I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to just skim right over. I'm just talking. Uh, like, like Yana said, life goes on. Yeah, I didn't get the ball, so life goes on. <laughs> Come on, Giannis. Jesus, that was a good Giannis. Come on, life goes on. But no. <clears throat> Ooh. Excuse okay? me. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. Still choked up over talking <laughs> Not, to those youngsters at uh, Jupiter High yeah, School, yeah, man. Yeah, it really is touching. <laughs> you were a, uh, a leader of the youth. Yeah. yeah, to the next generation, man. Go but Warriors. You're, they no. hip drop tackle, but I I understand because uh, talking about how? it yesterday. How do I don't, you get, I, how that do you, I don't know. I don't know how you legislate and, that. And that's what I mean is because is this is the problem is greater than the actual hip drop tackle. The problem is football is a dangerous sport. Football's a gladiator sport. Correct. It's modern day gladiator sport, and there are there there's going to be gruesome injuries year after year. Um, think about even with Tua Tagovailoa and all the reaction after what he had with his concussion, the hip drop tackle. I mean, when Tom Brady got hit low, we we banned half of the ways you can touch a quarterback right. now. Right. There's continuous overreaction in the NFL right now to try to make a safe sport out of a sport that just is naturally not safe. And I think the hip drop tackle right now is the latest rendition of it because every time we see any minute example of it, um, there's this, there's this overreaction on Twitter and people are want to outlaw the players that did it and whatnot. Everybody relax. Yeah, it is a, a sport for warriors, the ultimate warriors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like that wrestling Not the guy. American Ninja Warriors. Not that. No, no, that's but different. The ultimate warrior. The ultimate warrior. Uh-huh. And I think that it's important to remember that just because your favorite player got hurt by it doesn't mean that we need to start outlawing or relegating what defenders can do nowadays because, again, it's going to turn into flag football. Uh, Jackie messages in Jordan Travis was from a hip drop tackle. It, it, that's that was that's accurate. Yeah, was, yeah. He was yep. caught from behind, and then he went down into a little bit of a slide. But he caught his he caught his uh, ankle. Yeah. under under it, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. No, Jackie's right. Jackie's hundred yeah. percent. But again, how, how do you get do that you, out? How? how do you, yeah, right. Because at some point, we're just gonna let we're gonna let ball carriers go wherever they want. Like, even even yesterday, when you've got you've got the. Uh, NFLPA uh, talking about how, and the NFL talking about how, hey, uh, the fumble out of the end zone, touchback, uh, yeah. we need to get rid of that. No. 
I think that's nonsense. What's the point of that? It's so hard to defend in the NFL, and now you're going to get rid of one of the few things left that allows you to actually get a leg up on the offense and uh, have the offense have to be cautious around the goal line? No, that sucks. It might be a weird rule, but also this sport is so offense-heavy now, you've got to give the defense a little bit of, of something to aim for when they've got back against the goal line. In fact, I have a proposal. Uh-oh. I have a football proposal. Let's get crazy with this. Oh. Not only should we keep fumbling out of the end zone as a touchback and you give the ball to the defense, if you force the offense to fumble out of the end zone, you should get two points. Hmm. Let's get crazy with it, folks. Uh-oh. Let's have the defense really get after you at the goal line. And that's if the ball goes out of bounds. Yeah, so it's basically a uh, defensive safety. It's a safety. Yeah. A safety. Or you could call it a two-point play like you do uh, on on extra point blocks. Right. Right. What a turn of events that would be. That would be awesome, it would, right? It would be a really... Uh, could you imagine how, how great that... A sport of gladiators near the goal line about to punch it in and the defense is ripping, 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 punch it, punch it, punch it, punch it, punch it, trying to get two points. Like That's good stuff right there. Yeah. So if the defense recovers it... No, if it just rolls out of the, the side or the, recovers uh, it, the back of the end zone. Yeah. It, or is it two points still? Nah, let's do two points there, That's why too. I was asking. Yeah, that. let's... So if they land on Two it. Two points for everybody. Let's go. Oh, my. He's handing out points. One thing I've always had a problem with is I think a safety should be worth more than two points. How much? Four. Ooh. It like should be that. worth. I think achieving a safety is harder than, than knocking a field goal through the uprights. You should get more points for earning a safety than you should than, than that, getting a field goal. I think that argument holds water because a lot of the times when they take intentional safeties, they know because mathematically yeah. the other team stills not going to have a chance still outside of one possession. So if you make it four points, you may change that a little bit. But I'm sure analytically you'd be proven wrong or you'd be proven why we can't but do that. But some might argue that what Theo is doing is just an overreaction to the state of football. All of a sudden throwing out a four-point play. Come on. Yeah. Uh, what is a recent sports overreaction? That pops immediately to mind. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Dom messages that the Dolphins are a playoff team. It's not an overreaction. They were a playoff team last year. They're going to be a playoff team this year. What does that even mean? I'm just a hater. I do think that's just hater stuff right there. Mm. I got no time for hater stuff. Evan Cohen, you listen to him 6 to 10 a.m. every single day here on ESPN 106.3. Part of the trio that is Unsportsmanlike with Michelle Smallman and Chris Canty. And he joins us next. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone LeBanowitz. I'm Levicka. And it's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. What the hell is this? Is this the Gold Dust theme? <laughs> this is Ultimate Warrior, dude. No, it's not the Ultimate <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What the hell? All right. Ultimate Warrior! No. Stop! Unite! No, 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 that's not... Because what you're doing is like He-Man. <laughs> Theo thought that the Ultimate Warrior was American Ninja Warrior. Had no, uh, it's a new low, man. Stone, by the way, apparently it's a Labanowitz rite of passage 
uh, generation to generation of males in the Labanowitz family, uh, they have to watch 80s highlights of the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> you know when you're a kid and you take the road trips and up top right in the middle of the car, like typically are we there yet with Ice Cube is the analogy that I use for me. My dad was like, slip this one in. And it was an Ultimate Warrior highlight. Yeah, that's what that's how, that's how Stone became a man. It's like every that's single trip. Man. It was like, right. you ready? Play. And I had to watch. I was forced oh, to. Uh-huh. Uh, what did that do for you? <laughs> Just putting thick started, skin. Yeah, it started his puberty process. Uh, <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo storming out of the back at Pfizer Forum last night like the Ultimate Warrior to confront Tyrese Halliburton for... Um, for a basketball, real normal behavior. Uh, they talked about it this morning, 6 to 10 a.m. every morning here on ESPN 106.3. It's unsportsmanlike with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, and last but certainly not least, uh, the way I listed them, Evan Cohen, ESPN West Palm legend. And he joins us every week, and he joins us now here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Uh, Evan, what is your, uh, first of all, what are your impressions of Theo not knowing who the ultimate warrior is and thinking we were talking about him? American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, this one hurts. I got to be honest. Um, I've known Theo, and he can back this up a lot longer than you guys have. Okay, I have Theo came in as a highly touted free agent, <laughs> and everyone said this guy has got it all. He's got the smile. He can do TV. He can do radio. He can do play. Now, there's nothing this guy can't do. Well, I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, one thing he won't be doing. Thursday nights, he will not be doing GKW. That's for sure. Good karma wrestling. How do you not know who the ultimate warrior is? What is the matter with you? I was born in 93, all right? Um, That's not an excuse. I came of age in the... Have you ever heard of Babe Ruth? You ever heard of Babe Ruth? (laughs) Yeah, I've heard of Babe Ruth. You ever heard of Wilt Chamberlain? You ever heard of Bill Russell? Okay, did Ultimate Warrior ever drop 100 points or win 11 championships? I mean... He dropped an elbow. I mean, I mean he may have. Well, he won multiple championships. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about somebody. I mean, listen, he's known as I've one of the pictures. worst guys in wrestling history, and that's saying something, yeah. by the way. The actual real version of that guy was totally horrific. Oh, just so a you're terrible talking human. About, yeah. yeah. You're talking about one of the elite figures in sports and entertainment history. I mean, let's be fair. Is he Hogan? No. no. Is he Savage? No. no. Is he Bret Hart, Stone Cold, The Rock? Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, no. But that's like, you know, okay, you've never heard of LeBron because he's not MJ, right? That's the MJ level. You're talking about the LeBron or Steph level of wrestling. And for you yeah. to not hear of him. Wow. Retroactively, I have changed all of my opinions about you. <laughs> no longer a valuable member of uh, <laughs> of uh, this company. We gave him like 60 seconds to take guesses, too. And he just landed on Ultimate Ninja Warrior. Like it was some competition. American well, Ninja wait. Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, what are you talking about? Now defense, I'm confused. Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, go ahead. So here's the thing. I am somebody that has watched many episodes of American Ninja Warrior because my kids, for a long period of time, loved American Ninja Warrior. But you then thought someone on American Ninja Warrior was named Ultimate Warrior as if Warrior was the last name for American Ninja on television? Is that what you thought? It, for one, honestly, it would be fitting. It would be a good name for a person that was in, in that realm outside of wrestling. Uh, number two, it wasn't posed to me. I want, it was a trick question when it was posed to me, Evan. It wasn't like they were like, 
who is Ultimate Warrior? They were like, what's Ultimate Warrior? No, we that's said kinda, who? We said who? That's kind of how no, Stone said, like, what's Ultimate Warrior? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's a competition. It's a, it's a battle. Wait, when you say that would be fitting, that's like somebody playing in the NBA that you think their name should be Joe Basketball. Johnny Football. <laughs> we just went over this yesterday. One of the yeah. greatest that's nicknames. That's a nickname. What are you talking about? I mean, come on. Lonzo Ball. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. That's a good comeback. I got to be fair. Yeah. That was pretty solid. Evan Cohen, who's going to be down here with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, the crew here at our new The Square Studios in West Palm Beach on Sportsmanlike. And so we'll get to see him in the flesh. But for now, he's not in the flesh. He's just joining us like he does every week here on uh, Levicus. Theo in Stone. Giannis could have definitely uh, not acted like a psychopath last night. You would think someone who wants basketball uh, would find a way to go get it as the buzzer sounds as opposed to just racing to the back and then racing back onto the floor to confront Tyrese Halliburton, who apparently is the president of basketballs. Uh, I don't know why the Bucks didn't have the foresight to go get the basketball. I do appreciate, though, the fact that this guy apparently really loves sports memorabilia. And I was talking about how uh, my most valued sports possession is the Final Four FA you had. I was handed on the floor at Madison Square Garden as the celebration started in the Elite Eight last year. Do you have a sentimental or, I guess, monetarily valuable piece of sports memorabilia, Evan, that uh, that that uh, you have in your, your residence right now? Well, I am in my residence. I'm in my office right now, so I can take you on a little tour. Okay. I have a brick. I have a brick that when the Mets open City Field, they kind of, like, I don't know, it's probably like 50 to to $100 or whatever it is that my mom got my grandfather and I, that you could have it engraved. So when you walk into City Field, mm-hmm. on the front of it, there's a brick that has my grandfather's name and my name, like, right outside, which is pretty cool. I have a Michael Jordan autographed hat. Okay. I have a Tom Brady autographed helmet. And I, I have tickets from my grandfather who passed my uh, 1969 Mets World Series. And then I have from the 1937 and 1938 Yankees World Series with, the, with a picture of one of those teams framed with a note from my grandfather that he gave me those in 1993. Oh my God. So these are all things that I have in and around my office. I also have 700 of my own bobbleheads, it looks like here. Um, so that's pretty valuable. But everything to me in terms of sports memorabilia, now, again, like I played high school sports, so I can't compare myself to Giannis in this psychopathic situation that all of a sudden Giannis became a crazy man when he's literally never been that before in his career. Right. Um, all of mine have a tie to like my grandfather in some way, shape, or form, right? I don't understand. I, I got to be honest. When we talked about this this morning, I got the story wrong. I thought he was go- going for the ball for himself because of the 60-plus points. I didn't realize he was going for the ball for Dane. Something feels I don't buy weird that. there. I, I saw that. Okay. I don't buy that at all. It's almost as if, but Ken, it's almost as if Dane Lillard wanted to be somewhere else. Mm. Now, why would he do that? It's weird. Uh, like Something a... feels weird over there. Right. I'm just saying, and you and I both know the Bucks are a top-notch, first-class organization. But something is weird right now. There is stuff going on there that would indicate some just weird vibes. You know what happens when you go to heat culture? 
those weird vibes are eliminated and never made public. Absolutely. And never. That's why someone like Duncan Robinson is thriving right now. Thriving. It went through his struggles. He's not uh, in the middle of arguments over basketballs. You don't have Jimmy Butler's brother, who you couldn't pick out talent-wise, uh, at a local YMCA taking up a roster spot. Uh, it's just, uh, I feel bad for Dame. I feel bad for Damon. That's why Joe Cronin is downright evil. Uh, Evan Cohen, uh, part of Unsportsmanlike, every single uh, weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m., right here on ESPN 106.3. Oh, let me give you my proposal, my football proposal, because it looks like the NFL is going to put to vote uh, getting rid of the fumble out of the end zone, touchback, give the ball to the defense rule, which I think sucks because the defense, it's such a one-sided offensive sport now, the defense should be rewarded for doing something like that. But how about this? How about we make that? How about we make that a safety? Just like if you uh, were the defense tackling ball carrier in the end zone, let's make that a two-point play as well. How about that, Evan? Let's give even more incentive. And oh, wait, let the explain, defense explain this to me. So Go play on. this scenario out. So let's say I'm on offense, you're on defense. Yep. I have the ball. I fumble it forward through the end zone. Then what happens? Uh, two points, and you get the ball. If you're the defense. Do you get the ball to 20 or is it punted to you like a safety? Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's a touchback with it's a touchback plus two. Okay. There we go. That makes that? no sense. Okay. Let me give you let me give you what should be the answer. I think it makes, it makes perfect no, sense. Why am I giving the defense points by fumbling the ball because forward? Because you've accomplished you've accomplished something extremely difficult to do, which is not only keeping a team out of the end zone, uh, well, I guess depending on the team, but you've also forced them to turn it over. So there's two points for you. You're welcome. Nice. But why don't you give why don't you give the defense two points then if they fumble the ball from the fifty to the forty eight? Because it's not near the end zone. What does the end zone have anything to do with it? But, but that big deal. Like that's, that's ridiculous. The right the right answer. Let me tell you what the right answer is. Because I've thought about this for years. Here's the right answer. You f- tell me what tell me what yard line I'm starting at, and that's how I'm going to give you the right answer. So I'm on offense. I'm starting at what yard line? Uh, let's say the ten. Ten. If I fumble it out of the end zone, I automatically go back to the twenty-five yard line or whatever the touchback is. If I'm beyond the 25-yard line, like meaning if I'm starting at the 26-yard line, I complete a pass, let's just use the Dolphins. Let's say the Tua completes a pass to Tyreek Hill. He gets down to the one-yard line. He fumbles it out of bounds. Instead of the other team, the Jets getting the ball this weekend, they actually have to go back now to the line of scrimmage, wherever the spot is. So it's basically treated as an incompletion if you fumble it forward out of the, out of the end zone. If you start at the 50-yard line and you have a great, you know, beautiful pass, and Tyreek Hill fumbles it out of the end zone, it's now incomplete. I'm going back to the 50. If I start inside the 20 or 25, whatever you want to use as the touchback in this specific case, and I fumble it out of the end zone, I go back to the 20 or 25, even if I start at the 10. So you use yardage. It's a loss of down, and it's either basically a reverse touchback, so to speak, or an incompletion. You go back to the line of scrimmage in the spot of the, fa- of the, of the snap. You've That's think- the right answer. You've been thinking about that for years? Makes no sense. Yeah. I, yeah. Know, I was expecting something more intricate, a little bit more like elaborate. Somebody can go search my Twitter, Adam Coradio. I've, I've brought that up for, for years. I don't know. It seems a little convoluted to me, Evan. Yes. There's enough convoluted rules in the sport. I think you're just compounding the problem, to be quite honest. You're, you you want to give me points? <laughs> you want to give the other team yeah. points for yeah. no apparent reason, Ken? I'm, I'm pro-defense. I, I want to see the defense thrive. I think yeah. the defense gets a raw deal, and I think that they should be rewarded with points uh, for either forcing or having the offense fumble out of the back of the end zone. Make it hurt. When you say you're pro-defense, you're uh-huh. pro-defense, yeah. right? Like, is that going to win you a title? If you have a, if defense you have a wins championships, average Evan. quarterback, like, 
No, they don't. That's that's the biggest bunch of crap I have ever heard in my entire life. In 2020, we're, we're not sitting here with Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson as quarterback anymore uh-huh. of the Ravens and the Bucks, respectively. It is a different era of football. Over the last 20 years, defense contributes to winning a championship. Defense do not win championships. And anybody wants to then say, well, what about Peyton Manning, yeah. who had a noodle arm for the Broncos? Uh-huh. B.S. Peyton Manning's mind won them a championship because of the threat of oh, anything he can do and right. anything he can – I don't even like Peyton Manning compared to Brady. Anyone who thinks defense wins championships is not crack. Oh, unders in, oh, unders no, in 2023 all championships. <laughs> Peyton Manning's mind won that championship. Not Von Miller. Not Von Miller putting Cam Newton okay. on his ass play after play. It was Peyton Manning's mind. Yeah, if you hey, ultimate warrior over there, you want to defend? Be my guest. I ain't doing that. All, all these primetime games are going way under the total. Unders have been smacking in 2023. It is all about the defense right now. Oh yeah, who are the best teams in the league, Stone? Teams led by the defense, like the Niners, like the Chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, the Niners. Purdy's going to potentially win MVP. Keep going. The Ravens, really good defense here. Ravens. Okay, Boynton Beach is Lamar Jackson, who could win. It was one MVP, and it's clearly the reason they win. Keep going. Let's go uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott, another MVP. Listen, here's the thing. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Buffalo Bills. But Buffalo only, Bills. We only, but he's Buffalo Bills. Say Josh Allen. He could be in the playoff team. They're not a playoff team. He's just naming Give me a break. But but also too, <laughs> right. you, you can't use MVP MVP candidate because the MVP is only given to quarterbacks right. now. So uh, uh, nobody has be. the guts to put a defensive player in that conversation. Because they, they shouldn't be in there. Because guess what? I root for a team in New England that doesn't have a good defense. They have a great defense, and they're without the two best defensive players, and they still have a great defense. And guess what? They are horrible. You know why? They don't have a quarterback. Not even close. To a quarterback, they'd be better with the ultimate warrior playing quarterback even now. And he's not alive. <laughs> and the reality is, the reality is, if you still think defenses win championships, you're not watching football because you can sit mm. there and say the unders hit stone. But again, go look at the best teams in the league. Find me a great team in the NFL without a great quarterback. Go ahead, San Francisco 49. Go ahead. Yeah. He's not a great oh quarterback. God, he's good. It. He's yeah. good. Let's he's go with the oh Niners. My God. Okay. Stop it. If I had Ayuk and Kittle and Debo, yeah. I could also be Trent, serviceable at quarterback. Trent, hold it yeah. down. Oh, you want to yeah. play that game? Yeah. You want to play that game, Ken? That's fine. Ken, I don't uh, ever want to hear you compliment Tua again. Because guess what? <laughs> if I had Waddle and Tyreek Hill and Mozart, yeah, I'd be great. Mike McDaniel, I'd be great too. I mean, that's fine. I, and I'm not the one saying two is an MVP candidate right now. I did earlier. Yeah, not, not, right now. not right now. Um, uh, real quick before so we you, go. But hold on a second. <laughs> if you cannot, if you're going to knock Purdy for his weapons, I don't ever want you ever saying that Tua is good at football anymore. Tua wow. could step into that 49er system and thrive right away. Brock Purdy couldn't do the same because he doesn't have the timing. He doesn't mm. have the accuracy in the Mike McDaniel Uh-oh. system. Oh, my God. Thanks. I mean, wow. I'm just speaking truth. That is nuts. Tua could, Tua could go play for Tua could go play for Kyle Shanahan right now. Tua couldn't play. Like Tua today. couldn't play a today. single half without Tyreek Hill. 
He was terrible the other night. Well, he also had two offensive linemen in front of him, and he had Liam Eichenberg, the worst offensive lineman in the history of football, playing center and could not stop snapping the ball off his undercarriage. Ah, Liam okay. Eichenberg, tough. That's why I'm here. The Liam Eichenberg, tough. Uh, by the way, he's on the injury report. Again, that's your Baptist Health orthopedic care injury. Important. Yeah, buddy. Liam Eichenberg also on the Dolphins injury report. Real quick, can I can I have you say lackadaisical? Real quick, Evan, can you can you properly say lackadaisical? Uh, I just want uh, this is a a compare and contrast. Can you say lackadaisical? Uh, not as well as Zion can, but lackadaisical. That's right, because here's Zion. So look, the Go Bear choke was questionable. Oh, no, that's not it. Never mind. We totally blew that. <laughs> so look, I hate the new studio. Wow. All right. Well, I thought there was going to be a dismount. Hey, is that more of that to come uh, when you get down here, Evan? <laughs> what so, uh, we'll, is uh, that? We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. You okay? hate. Hey, Ken, Ken, mm-hmm. if you look in this studio, no problem. You don't have to work there. No, I, I think that something got screwed up with the wiring. I have no idea what that was. Yeah, you know who that is? Stone. Stone, probably. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking at it. It uh, says Zion. It says four seconds. Yeah, I don't know what that was. So, look. Yeah, that is definitely not Zion. <laughs> it's Williams. definitely not. I don't even know what that is. Um, all right. Well, on that exactly. note, Evan, I'm it's really so glad awkward. it ended like that. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. You know what? You finished you finish, you finish the segment the same way I did for 20 years. So, well done. <laughs> uh, that is Evan Cohen again. Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, 6 to 10 a.m. every single day here on ESPN 106.3. What is that? What is that? That is Gilbert Arena. Oh. That's crazy. Though. Okay. How's that in the place of it? I don't know. Science. We're, we're, we're trying to work yeah. it out. Uh, that's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. This was the uh, Ultimate Warriors theme. Woo! There you go. Ultimate Warrior <laughs> in the house! All right. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. Is that what he did? Y'all said no, he did. No, he did not do that. Okay. No. But that, that's good that you're getting into it. Yeah. He's been dead for a while. Oh, he's dead. Oh, yeah, he's very dead. Was it the cocaine? It contributed, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was outright the cocaine, but hard living. Yeah. When you're the ultimate warrior... You've been doing some hard living. Hey, live fast, okay. die hard. Dog. <laughs> well, rest in peace to the Ultimate Warrior. That's right. That's right. That could be the slogan of the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Woo! Uh, ultimate! Prize Picks is the ultimate yeah. in daily fantasy. Use the promo code KLVW to deposit up to $100 with prize picks. Prize picks. Uh, you've got Thursday Night Football tonight. What's the quarterbacking matchup, Stone? What's the quarterback matchup tonight? I, I, I don't hold me to it here, but I don't think we've announced a starter for the Raiders, but it's Easton Stick, Aiden O'Connell, as of right now. Aiden O'Connell and Stick. Woo! Yeah, that's it. O'Connell and Stick. If you were to tell us in August, hey, so oh we're going to get an O'Connell versus Stick matchup, who oh is that? Oh, man. <laughs> who is that? Yeah, let me, who is that? That's a great question. That's exactly right. I would definitely think this time of year would be a bowl game for college football. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, oh, is that the Boca Bowl matchup? Right. Or it's like the CFL or something. Yeah. Uh, so, Thursday night football, you can play NFL prize picks tonight. Prize picks. The best daily fantasy is prize picks. That's prize picks. Uh, and let me tell you real quick about Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. If you got ear issues, nose issues, throat concerns, a snore, it's Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, ENT extraordinaire based out of Boynton, been doing it for decades. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. That's goldhabersinus.com. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Uh, I love Evan, Peyton Manning winning the Super Bowl with his mind. 
That's a new one. That's crazy work. <laughs> I thought that he, is so disrespectful to all those Elvis Boomerville. I, I thought he missed a lot there. I thought there were like five or six questionable yeah. things. <laughs> Evan, he's, he's kind of slipping off his game, man. We'll confront him face-to-face next week. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.